Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm going to be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also going to be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining another episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm Jen, your host, and today I am ridiculously excited to introduce you to our guest, Megan Brookelman. Welcome to the show, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so I want to tell you guys just a little bit about Megan, and then we're going to dive right into the interview. So Megan is a photography professional based in Brooklyn, New York, looking to help photographers build on their passion. One of the biggest challenges photographers face is maintaining a stable and profitable business. She wants to help change that. She's worked in and around fashion and marketing, dipping her toes in for some wonderful experiences that shaped the way she sees thinks, produces, and shoots. She's co-founded and built an international digital and print fashion magazine called Atlas Magazine in hopes to give up-and-coming creatives a platform. Megan, when you reached out to me, I was giddy. I told everyone, I was like, oh my gosh, I just heard from Megan Brookleman. I'm so excited. So could you tell us a little bit about you, how you got started, all of the fun things? Because when I read your bio, I was like, dang, this is impressive. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. I actually got started photographing weddings at the age of 14 in Ontario, Canada, where I grew up, which as a professional wedding photographer now, I kind of cringe thinking about that fact. (laughs) But, you know, there were a lot of wineries there, a lot of weddings going on, and I was given the opportunity to shoot one and then a few, then like 10 or 20 weddings. And it was kind of an on and off love from there. I came to New York eventually kind of with a brief dip in Florida in between, which is a whole other wild story. And yeah, I was really, really set on being in fashion and kind of working in fashion, being a magazine editor and, you know, working that 18 hour day lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Uh, I interned a whole bunch all over the city uh, for different brands, different agencies and publications. And when I graduated college uh, with my photography and video degree, I ended up working in a fashion agency doing production, which, you know, was awesome, but it was exhausting and it took a huge toll on my mental and physical health. And all the while I was working on my publication at Atlas Magazine, which was a digital and print publication. Um, And that's kind of how I actually got my start with social media marketing. I was marketing this fashion magazine digitally because that's all I really could do with it. Yeah, so we grew our small-scale digital magazine into something that was like way bigger than I anticipated handling. So I I did that for seven years. And after I worked in fashion, I ended up completely switching gears. And (laughs) I worked in tech marketing for a few years, learning a lot on the job and a lot in my personal time about SEO, about digital marketing, and then continuing to build on the foundations of social media marketing strategy. And kind of after leaving that job um, and heading like headfirst into my own business, I came to the realization that, 
you know, social media marketing can be crucial for photography business owners. And it's what keeps my own, (laughs) it's what keeps my own photography business afloat. Like the majority of my leads are coming in through Instagram and Pinterest. And most of my site traffic is coming from Pinterest, Twitter, and Facebook. Like, I think there's so much opportunity there for photographers. So that's a little backstory on how I got from A to B to C to D to E, I guess. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. So, okay. I have to ask because I'm originally from Florida. So what, where were you at in Florida for a little bit? So I lived in Sarasota, Florida for a year and a half. After high school, I decided to go to college in Florida because 17 year olds maybe, maybe don't always make the right choices for their future. But that being said, you know, every single one of my best friends is someone I met either because of that school or or in that school. My husband is someone I actually met when I attended that school for my very brief period of time. And then, you know, we met in New York later. And now my husband and I run this photography business together, you know, like everything happens for a reason, you know. I love it. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you are pro at digital marketing, obviously. I would love to hear a little bit about how crucial it is that you have social media marketing, you have a strategy in place for photographers from your perspective, especially because you mentioned Twitter. I've never, okay, I made a Twitter account once and it was to vote for the voice. And that's all I know about Twitter. (laughs) So I would love to hear anything you have to say about about all of it. I'm, I'm really excited. So first and foremost, I think every social media channel is truly its own beast. And if you are diving into social media marketing and it's not something that you are super familiar with or not something you're super excited about, you have to take it really, really slowly because there's no point in throwing yourself into three, four, five platforms without actually taking the time to understand the the differences between each platform. So I can dive into a little bit about each one and how they can benefit photographers if that works. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. So let's start with everybody's favorite, which is Instagram. (laughs) And this can honestly be such a great lead generation platform for photographers of all kinds, but especially consumer photographers like wedding photography, family photography. There's a lot of organic opportunity there. And it's mostly about playing the Instagram game and not just giving into the fact that like, oh, the algorithm's going to have me beat, you know, I'm never going to show up in people's feeds. That's not true. It's not true because there are ways to show up on people's feeds, whether they follow you or not. There's a lot of really good localized strategies you can take with Instagram to, again, with consumer photography, especially target people in your area hashtags are really, really important for that. And they especially matter for consumer photographers. Location tags are super important for the same reason. Tagging local vendors that you work with, same thing. Those are all really small ways you can start building this web in your local area and keep getting your name out there for potential consumers. So with Instagram, you know, There are a lot of statistics that get floated around, but I think one of the most important ones that I've seen recently is that people are more likely to make a purchase from a business if they've posted within the last 10 days on Instagram. And if they haven't posted within the last 10 days, people think that 
the brand is closed for business. They think they're not actively putting themselves out there for one reason or the other, which to be fair, I've done the same thing where maybe I look into a local restaurant's Instagram and I'm like, oh, they haven't posted since March at this point. Are they even open? It's something to look at both with your own Instagram habits and thinking about others and really putting in the research as to what strategies can fit you best. And when I was talking about location tags, hashtags, tagging vendors, and creating that local web, it's really important not to just be tagging your Instagram post, hashtag photography, hashtag photographer, hashtag wedding photography, because that will get you nowhere. There are millions and millions of posts literally each week being tagged with that. Uh, What you need to be doing is thinking more local, thinking more granular, and thinking what your potential clients could be seeking out, which would be something more like hashtag Brooklyn wedding photographer, hashtag New York City wedding photographer, hashtag uh, the foundry wedding, things like that, where people are actually going to want to see themselves in the images and not just be searching for generalized inspo. They're, They're looking for people to hire. So There are lots and lots of strategies that can go into Instagram, but Instagram in particular, to sum that all up, can be really, really good for lead generation. And Instagram stories is its own beast. Instagram stories is prime real estate to be using. It's at the top of the app. It's at the top of your profile page, even before your carefully curated grid, where people are caring less and less about your grid and more and more about the first thing they see, which is stories, which is a more personable aspect of your business. Twitter, on the other hand, like you had mentioned, a lot of photographers are not on Twitter. I don't think it's great for lead generation. That's not what I use Twitter for. I do use Twitter for community building. Twitter can be really, really good for community building especially now that more people are on Twitter trying to get their news, trying to get, you know, political fixes, this, that, and the other thing. But they're also on there trying to find positivity and trying to find community. And there are tons and tons of photographers of every range from like hobbyist to amateur to professional who are sitting on Twitter sharing their images. And usually they share them before they even share with their Instagram audiences. Twitter is a really cool place because what I do is I build up other photographers. I offer tweet length critiques and I say, drop your favorite image here. And then that'll get like 50 replies because people want to talk to other photographers, see what they could be doing better. And there's not so much of a comparison trap on Twitter. I find that it's a lot more like hyping each other and building that building relationships with other photographers and seeing how you can better yourself. The next one would be Pinterest, which I think is super essential for consumer photographers. Like Instagram, you can do a lot of lead generation and website traffic building from Pinterest. It's a super essential platform that I think not a lot of photographers are using at this point, but there is a lot of local opportunity because I think something like 70% of women in the U.S. are on Pinterest and I think the majority of that percentage is using it to plan life events. I will get you the statistics for the show notes after this, but there are some crazy numbers that really point to people planning their weddings right there on Pinterest. So if you are a wedding photographer, that's a huge opportunity, right? Yeah, most definitely. So yeah, I, I love, love, love Pinterest and you're right. It's 100% 
women building the inspiration for their life events. So it's definitely a place to be. Exactly. And when people are also looking for family photographers or other things like branding photography, it's the same thing. And when they're searching for their wedding inspiration, yes, they're going to go for generalized inspiration first. But once they start booking their venue and getting down to the nitty gritty, they are looking for their venue specific inspiration. They are searching for those local tags, like they'd be searching for Brooklyn, my moon wedding. And if you have all your images tagged, you know, Brooklyn, my moon wedding, that's going to lead people right to you. And SEO for Pinterest is like a whole other ball game. I actually have a quick guide to Pinterest for photographers that I can link to you that I've put together, which is just a no frills, straightforward, super simple guide to figuring out the SEO game to Pinterest, because I don't really look at Pinterest as a social platform, even though it's classified as one. It's more of a search engine than anything. Um, 100%. Yeah, it's a visual search engine at the end of the day. Let's talk about TikTok next, which I think is completely new territory for us to be talking about for a social media marketing strategy for photographers, because I don't think people have figured this one out yet. But that being said, Gen Z is all on TikTok right now. And for wedding photographers, Gen Z is a generation that is growing up fast and eventually they're going to start getting engaged and you've got to be where they're at. Eventually, millennials are going to stop planning on Instagram and Gen Z is going to be planning using people they've seen on the platforms where they're at, like TikTok. I've even heard of some photographers translating their TikTok into clients for for senior portraits and for other things that are relevant to Gen Z right now. So I think it's a really interesting platform to explore if you if you are catering services towards Gen Z right now. And then finally, let's talk about Facebook. You know, people are 50/50 on this one. Some people say Facebook is dead, other people say, you know, it's not. It's not even remotely dead and I would probably fall into the second category where I think Facebook groups are actually where it's at. I don't think Mm -hmm. Facebook pages are necessarily, you know, a big thing at this point, but I do think there's so much opportunity in Facebook groups, both for community building and for lead generation, because there are so many local Facebook groups for people planning their weddings, for people looking for family photographers. Like there are groups out there of moms who are just looking for recommendations from other moms who have worked with, you know, the same people because they want to be able to trust these people. If you're a family photographer, there are lots of local wedding planning communities where people are doing wedding swaps and they're and they're trying to find vendors and I think there's a lot of opportunity for you to be right there where they're at and as well there's a lot of opportunity in groups to be fostering community with other photographers I think that's how I ended up connecting with Jen in the first place you know mm-hmm. it's it is I personally if I had to choose Instagram's where I hang out the most, but I love Facebook for, for those groups. And it really is, it is the groups that I spend most of my time in. I have mom groups, I have photographer groups, I have other, you know, business manager groups. It's, it's a really good feeling of community when you land in the right groups that cultivate that environment. Exactly. And you can even end up in a ton of bizarre groups that, you know, you don't expect to bring you leads, but you know, 
you could be in a group for really specific cooking things. And then all of a sudden, one of those people gets engaged and they're in your area. And it's like, oh, hey, they recognize you already from from what you're posting on Facebook and what you're already putting out there. You know, there's there's a lot of organic opportunity, I think, in all these platforms. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you mentioned TikTok because that's one that like you said, is a new beast. It's one of those, like, do we go? Do we stay? Do we just hang out and make funny videos? Like, I'm a scroller. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a lurker. So I'm, I laugh so hard <laughs> on that app. I can't make anything. But, like, to just sit there and scroll, my husband looks over at me. He's like, are you okay? Are you hyperventilating right now? <laughs> like, you don't understand? <laughs> this is my stress relief. But I love it. And I love that you that you chatted about it. I think that's a really good point where it's something that, you know, we've talked about as digital marketers for ever. You have to be where your ideal client is at. And to have the foresight of like, well, Gen Z is on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> if you're talking about being a wedding <laughs> photographer, a family photographer, I think it's a really good app to, at the, like you said, at least explore and see what comes of it. For sure. Um but I think, like I mentioned, every single one of these platforms is an entirely different beast for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So if you're planning on diving into social media marketing without any sort of background on it or any sort of you know knowledge of how each platform works, take it really slowly and figure out what's working for you. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to want to waste time in your business trying to figure out like, why isn't Twitter bringing me leads when... That's not what it's designed for, you know? So smart. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So if you could give one actionable tip to our audience today, something that they could log off of here and go implement to improve their social media marketing, what would it be? Okay. Let me do one for each platform because I think everyone, everyone is different. I think uh, as a broad tip... I would say keep it personable and remember that your social platforms are an echo of you and what you want your clients to think of you. Just like you should be putting personality into your web copy, you should be putting personality into your social posting, save for Pinterest because that's a so <laughs> because that's a search engine, but everything else should really be about your personality at the end of the day and what you want to resonate with your clients. Now I will say for Instagram, one actionable tip is to start scheduling more. Use a scheduler like Tailwind or Hootsuite and just keep getting posts out there. Your captions don't have to be perfect because I think perfection is the enemy of really good at, at a certain point. Yes. Um, and people are, people are gonna be spending like three seconds at most staring at that post and they're not going to remember your caption tomorrow. So it, it's going to be fine if you don't have the perfect caption. I will also say tag your posts. Do not forget to tag your posts specifically if you are someone who deals with, with local photography. Actionable tip for Twitter, start slow. Just tweet about things you like. Try and find your community from there. There's a lot of photographers on there and there's a lot of different kinds of photographers. I will say if you are someone who does like to make those connections in the community, just find your tribe for lack of a better term. Pinterest, I will say, just use it. Just, just yes. pour pins from your website. Like if you're a photographer, you already have the ammo. Just schedule it up on something like Tailwind and just use it. Just have fun with it. 
there's no harm in doing it. And it's, it's nearly effortless. TikTok, I will say, experiment a little bit because we all don't know how it's working yet, but we're all trying our best to figure it out. You know, there's a lot of opportunity to get traction with behind the scenes videos, posing tip videos, retouching videos. But I've also seen some random things like photographers posting like, here's how I got this shot. And it ended up being like a behind the scenes shot of them filming something slow motion on their iPhone. Like uh, it was an iPhone it was an iPhone being pushed through a bunch of daisies on the ground and it ended up being a super cinematic shot. So there's a lot of opportunity and we don't really know how things go viral on TikTok. They just kind of do. And (laughs) you just have to keep experimenting. And then with Facebook, start a community. If you're not already involved in one, see what you can do personally, or if you don't feel up to the task of actually starting community, Find one that you can get involved in, that you can be commenting on posts and and bringing your perspective into, because at the end of the day, it's going to benefit your business. Absolutely. I think those are my actionable tips. Yeah, those are great. Those are perfect. Okay, so we're going to wrap up here. I am very interested because I asked in our form what your favorite business tool is, and you mentioned Mail Butler. I've never heard of Mail Butler, so give me the deets. Mail Butler is something I love. If you don't have a CRM or if you don't really want to convert to a CRM, it's a very simple email tool where you can snooze emails, you can schedule them, because if you are someone who likes to answer your emails late at night, but you don't actually want clients to know that, you can Mm -hmm. schedule them to go out at at 9 o'clock the next morning, at 10 o'clock the next morning. I use it for pretty much everything. I can track if someone's read my emails um, because if I have a client open an email like 11 times throughout the course of a week, I'm like, okay, they're not giving up on me yet. They're just weighing their options. And then I use it for the snooze feature because some days you just don't want to look at emails and that's okay. And that, that doesn't mean that you can ignore them completely, but having that little notification go away is so valuable to my mental health. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's boundaries. And I know we talked about this a little bit, The boundaries are so imperative to our businesses and ensuring mm-hmm. that we're staying healthy. So I think having the little option to just snooze that for a little bit is fantastic. Okay, Mm -hmm, so tell me about your other favorite business tool. My other favorite business tool is Shootproof. It's probably one of my absolute favorites in my whole business. Uh, You can host beautiful galleries for clients. You can send contracts. You can send and have clients pay invoices. You can sell prints. There are so many capabilities, and it's super customizable to your brand as well. Yes. I love Shootproof. I've managed, or I've done some things in Shootproof for a client and it is a really good platform. It's really easy to, to navigate to, which I loved. It was the very first platform along with HoneyBook that I started wor- working in. So that's so cool. I did. I, that was a little surprise. I love Shootproof. <laughs> okay. So what is your, if you and I were to go grab a drink. I've never been to New York, so we may have to actually go do this because I want to visit New York. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) What would you be drinking? 
See, if it was for brunch, I would say a mimosa. And if it was in the evening, I would say a Sauvignon Blanc because I would drink a mimosa at any time of the day. But I think it's just a little bit weird (laughs) to have it at 7 p.m. So that's my answer. I love it. I, too, would drink a mimosa any time of the day. So (laughs) we can be weirdos together. It's fine. I love it. And the last one is, what is your favorite quote? A boss that I had way back in my internship days once told me, work hard and be nice because hard work is great, but people will always remember how you made them feel. And I have carried that through every facet of my career at this point. And I think it's fair. I think just be nice to people. It's, it's not that hard. Right. And it's free. Like it's, it's, it's totally free. Like it doesn't cost you anything (laughs) to just be kind to one another. Exactly. I think the world needs a lot of that, especially right now. I totally agree. Totally agree. Well, Megan, thank you so much for coming on. I absolutely loved your interview. Your tips were fantastic. I am going to play around some more with TikTok because one, I'm obsessed. And two, (laughs) I just... It, <laughs> I, I want to see if I can get something to go viral for the business. So now you've like inspired me and I'm super excited. Do you have any last comments or parting words that you'd like to give our audience today? Take your time, be yourself and don't stress if you don't have 50,000 followers, 20,000 followers, 5,000 followers, because follower accounts don't matter. It's the community that you build. Yeah. So good. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.